stands The dice rule every random chance Take off your coat and stay a while We'll roll in that deep percent time Hey Dave, Spencer here. Really enjoyed your episode on real world expertise. But I think there's a distinction to be made between player skill and real world knowledge. In that I feel that player skill is something that can develop through play and doesn't appeal to how things are in the real world. I mean, how things work within the game is pretty much down to the GM and real-world knowledge, um, how much of that is included or not, is down to them. Um, and uh, I guess it doesn't really rule out the idea of problem-solving. I think you can give the players all the information they need to know within the game to deal with whatever problem you're throwing at them without having to appeal to how the world really works. I guess it's possible to argue that maybe that kind of approach uh, favours the more creative player, gives them an advantage, but then if you're not a creative person, are you going to be playing RPGs? And is there such a thing as not being creative? I mean... And also, I, I like, as with player skill, I mean, it's an element of player skill. It's something that will improve through play, I believe. Something that you can um, develop. So, uh, yeah. Cheers, Spencer. Thanks for this call in. Lots to get our teeth into here. Lots to respond to. I think this takes the discussion into a really interesting direction. So, yeah, I agree with you. I think I've said enough about real world knowledge. Let's put real world knowledge to one side. But your contribution here connects with something else that I've also talked about. Yeah, which is player skill. And I think sometimes I respond to, you know, these claims you hear. I hear other GMs on Anchor. I hear people on Twitter saying, oh, I don't kill my characters, of course. Uh, bad decisions kill characters, you know. Or, or, or sometimes they say unskillful play, you know. With, with a bit more skillful play, they could have avoided character death. Uh, they could have avoided that um, total party kill. And I think, I think we need to make some important distinctions here. I don't know much about creativity. I think one of the, one of the dangers of invoking creativity is that we we replace one problem which is really down to what this what makes this whole thing a game to the extent that it's a game with another problem which is what on earth is creativity and as, as a philosopher of education i have just as much fun trying to pin that one down as i do trying to pin down the uh, the gamey nature of rpgs but i think this issue around player skill and particularly that idea that players make bad decisions i think bears some examination uh, and I think it does come down to what makes the RPG experience a game. I mean, is it a game in that it has goals which are linked to the character goals and win conditions, if you like, like survival? Um, or is it something more like an open-ended game which has its value because 
it goes on. You know, moves are made by the players and the GM such that the the game is able to continue. If it's a story that the uh, that the story is able to continue unfolding, and of course those two things don't necessarily converge. I mean, if the story ends because all the all the characters die, then maybe. But if there's a way for the game to go on despite character death, most of the games I play have that. We bring we bring the player back in with another character, um, and the situation continues. One character's died, another character becomes more prominent in the story. Then it's not clear to me that necessarily character survival is part of the important win conditions of the game. So when people say that uh, you know a player making a decision which leads to the death of their character is a bad uh, a bad decision as a player an unskillful decision I sometimes rankle against that and I think it's worth making a distinction between you know bad tactics um, which lead to death and, and there are reasons why those might be considered unfavorable and player skill and I think um, it's good to think about the source material in these contexts. I mean, there are loads of examples in our source material. I'm thinking in, in Lord of the Rings, you know, when fool of a took, you know, when, when uh, a noise is made that could have been avoided by more sensible uh, interaction with the dungeon environment that brings all the, brings all the goblins running. You know, actually, that makes the story interesting. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not clear to me that the player who plays their curious character to the extent that they bring misfortune on the group has done something unskillful. They haven't made a bad, bad play decision, even though their character can certainly be blamed then, at least in part, for the misfortunes uh, that, that, that befall the group. Similarly, I think, you know, the angry dwarf who... who sees the cause of their ancestral downfall and charges in to fight, heedless of, of you know, their companions saying, wait, 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 we haven't laid an ambush, <laughs> we, haven't, we haven't scoped the place out. You know, I'm not sure that that constitutes unskillful play. It constitutes bad tactics as far as the characters are concerned and it may well lead to an unfavourable consequence for the characters. It might get the whole party killed <laughs> might certainly get that player uh, that that character killed but of course if we're viewing the game in terms of uh, you know role playing those moves that drive the story on then i think the player has done something entirely legitimate and you know to the extent that it is narratively satisfying that they would run in without taking time to plan often you know <laughs> situations can be much more interesting for just charging in rather than taking ages trying to you know lay an ambush find alternatives then i think actually that player's done something quite skillful so so where have i gone with this so um absolutely i think player skill is perhaps not to be aligned as it often is with those dungeon delving tactical decisions you know knowing when to use your searching skills knowing when to prod traps with a 10-foot pole i would say you know there is an element of skill to remembering to do all of these all of these things um, but it only becomes important player skill to the extent that you're aligning success in the game with the win conditions of dungeon exploration. You know, they they made maximally efficient use of their resources. They sustained minimal harm and they gained maximum gold. 
if on the other hand you're thinking of the role-playing experience uh, in in more of that open-ended sense you know what 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 makes for success well that the experience continues and that it continues in in interesting ways then i think we might want to prize apart um tactical awareness from from those you you could say creative from those creative decisions which take the game and the experience in interesting directions even if the character could later be berated for having acted recklessly or heedlessly but of course we see that in the material source material all the time um you know groups in the source material decide to make a last stand knowing full well that they'll all die sometimes there's a deus ex machina or something something that they've set up uh, at another point in the story um, returns for them favorably so that what looked like a last stand turns out not to be a last stand um, but that's something that <laughs> players are not inclined to do to their characters they're inclined to to think of anything at all that they might do instead of make that 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 last stand so actually um, you know, games that cleave closer to the source material might require a different kind of skill, an ability to see situations in terms of their significance and, and, and meaning for the unfolder of, of unfolding of events, rather than simply for their tactical efficiency. Of course, then, certain rule sets um, make an effort to really you know, re- really bring the mechanics and the nature of the unfolding story into alignment. So this is a particular feature of, of indie games, I suppose, where, where player skill, as might be thought of in terms of knowing the mechanics, um, dovetails quite nicely with player skill in terms of, you know, reading the requirements of the genre and leading the story in interesting directions. But I think old school games are not designed in that way. Um, you know, so, so, you know, it, it, we have a tendency to elide uh, player skill with, with smart tactical play, with maximally efficient use of, use of resources. Um, and that may be what player skill is in old school games, but I still think there's something to be said for, you know, for that player of the, the dwarf or the barbarian whose family has been wronged uh, by this tribe and who vengefully runs in to lay waste to them, um, even though the player knows full well that that's not uh, the maximally efficient use of, of the ways that the party's tactics best combine and, uh, and, of, uh, and of how the resources best play out. Self-correction, of course, deus ex machina, not machina. What a terrible classicist I am being there, setting a terrible example. <laughs> Before I get a bunch of call-ins on that. So what have I done? I've introduced maybe three different understandings of, of, of player skill. You know, you've got that player skill, which is, which is uh, tactical skill, making the best decisions within the situations as they are mutually understood to maximise all of the all of the goals of the particular characters, which is usually to do with surviving, getting most gold, uh, whatever it is within the particular situation. Then you've got a kind of player skill which links to what Spencer's calling creativity, I think, which is that sensitivity to the kinds of moves that are going to be narratively satisfying in a particular situation. You know, and this can this can be a link to a certain kind of genre awareness, a certain kind of ability to to read the other players, and just just I don't know a certain kind of tact, I suppose, of knowing 
where, where it might be fun for things to go. And I think the other, the other understanding of player skill is perhaps, you know, just knowing the rules. <laughs> um, and I think these, these three kinds can interact in interesting ways and uh, where you put emphasis as a group will lead to different kinds of experiences. So you've certainly got, I think, those situations where you know, it might be entirely meaningful to describe uh, a, a player's action as skillful, even when the decision they make is tactically unsatisfying and doesn't lead to the to the maximisation of the you know of the efficient achievement of the goals of the group or other players in the group, or even in the long term that that particular character's goals. Uh, I think some some games are better at moving these different types of player skill into convergence. So there are some games uh, where there's a much closer convergence of what is uh, narratively satisfying, perhaps, with what is uh, rewarded in the game or with what with what seems to be a win condition for the individual characters and some games where that that's pushed further apart um, of course you've got some games where knowledge of the rules is much much closer to um, knowledge of what is tactically most efficient and other games where knowledge of the rules is much much closer uh, to what is narratively more efficient you know so, you, so your indie game tends to have rules which which drive uh, that more you know that that conception of player skill which is around knowing where the story needs to go and other games where knowledge of the rules will will more closely dovetail uh, with those kind of tactical situations uh, and you get some games where it's not quite pulled off and it gets quite unsatisfying um, because of course either of those types of skill can have some connection with real world knowledge you know dungeoneering there should be a certain logic to dungeoneering but then there are some games where in combat it seems that the player who knows the rules is much better rewarded than the player who can think tact tactically about the kind of situation that they're in and those make for some for some sort of awkward juxtapositions yeah of course you'd never really do that in a fight but it's what gets you the biggest the biggest bonus um, I think for my taste um, I like games perhaps where a lot of that stuff is looked after by the mechanics so that I'm not expecting players to have <laughs> any significant real-world awareness of siege combat or martial arts in order, you know, if their character concept is uh, of a warrior or a general in order to, to fulfil those, those functions. I think the interaction of all of those kinds of player skill brings up another really important type of player skill, I think, which is that more more general tact um, an awareness of perhaps which conception of skill is 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 being promoted at the particular table that you're in so there's you know we know knowledge of the rules is always useful um, but too much insistence <laughs> as a player on what the rules say over what the gm has said the situation demands constitutes perhaps a gauche or tactless move um, so that that other element of, of player skill of course is being being able to read those kinds of situations to not put push too hard in one direction if the table wants to go in another kind of direction so perhaps if there's an understanding around the table that 
<laughs> if if your role playing is going to lead to you know if you if you are the angry dwarf uh, and you want to charge in <laughs> if your role playing is going to lead to the frustration of the enjoyment of the other players then perhaps we find within the situation um some some way of 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 having everybody achieve their goals you know so so you want to rush in uh, but you concede uh, to being held back by the other the other characters who are really keen uh, not to just all rush in and get killed so that's that's if you like that final kind of player skill um, perhaps the crowning kind of player skill which governs the interaction of the other skills um, a certain kind of wise judgment and a tactful awareness uh, of what's going on and being prioritized around the table thanks very much for the calling spencer or free thrall of keep off the borderlands i debated recording this again i think if i <laughs> i think if i listened back and uh, and then pulled out the things that i'd arrived at that i was actually trying to say i'd come up with a much more sa- satisfying taxonomy of player skill but i think you can derive it from yourself for yourself from my ramble <laughs> and i'm interested to hear what people have to say about that uh, keep well everyone thanks for listening i'll catch you soon Another thing, listening back, the things you hear yourself say, I said I rankled against something. That's a misuse of the term. Um, that thing rankles me. I do not rankle against it. Misuse of language. There we are. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to contact Dave, please leave a message on Anchor, email dpercentile at gmail.com, or find him on Twitter at d underscore percentile.